Hey guys, quick note before we get into this awesome conversation with Rick from Austin, Texas rock band Empty Trail. Lost Arts is playing at Palisade Social Bowl next Friday. That's November 11th for the Nameless Friends release show. This is a free show. So come on out, drink some beer, listen to some great music, and go fucking bowl afterwards or something. I don't care. Just come to the show, hear us rock. These new songs rip. You already know the old songs fucking wail. I just want to thank Rick once again for coming onto the show. Uh, he is a really great dude. And uh, it just it continues to boggle my mind that I had this dumb idea to start a podcast to talk to just all these amazing artists and um, bands and whatever, uh, friends that I made in college. Uh, and it somehow has evolved into speaking with all of these talented people from around the world. It's wild, man. People from America, people from the UK. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, so please go listen to Empty Trail's new song, I Don't Want the Truth. Rock music is not dead, and great bands such as Empty Trail need your support. We Should Jam Some Time also needs your support. So share this episode around, tell everybody about the show so we can continue to grow this platform, not only for Craig and myself, but also for these incredible artists that we're talking about uh, and talking to. So now, here's Rick from Empty Trail. Why can't I meet friends? The algorithm's not working for me. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yo, check, check this out. Caleb, I love you with all my heart, but you are not Italian. These guys put a pot-smoking Ottawa band on the litter, or it's fantastic. Best podcast ever. How you doing, people? How you doing, people? Episode 167 of We Should Jam Sometime. We're here with our new friend, Rick. From Empty Trail out of Texas. This is crazy. We're talking to people in the States now. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> so excited to have you on, man. How you doing? Doing so good. Thanks for having me here. Oh, of course. No worries. Out of curiosity, how did you hear about this show? Uh, I, I think it must have been something in, in Instagram, actually. I think somebody posted something, and then I sent you guys a message seeing what your availability was, and then we just connected, and it worked out. So, um. You know, the, the good old social media, you know, where everyone lives nowadays. That's Yeah, I, exactly. It's nice. good to know that that happens. works, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not just posting out into the abyss. <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes it's cool. You're like, well, my mom liked that one, so that's cool. That's <laughs> exactly. good. You know, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it's like bad when like mom doesn't like it. That's then you're true. Just like yeah, for you know, real. Yeah. What about all my sad, other posts? Mom? Yeah. <laughs> real sad day. You know, sometimes it is like, because uh, like my dad at least like listens. I think quite frequently. And then I'll go home, haven't seen them for a few months, and I'll start to tell a story, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I heard that on the podcast." And I'm like, "Nice. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even I have it. anything to tell you. Maybe stop listening, yeah, so my yeah. stories aren't old." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've actually told that one before. I know that. Caleb. Yeah, exactly. That is kind of frustrating, but oh well, all Dad, good. Dad's gotta 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 be supportive. Yeah, it is like not. It. It's nice that they're listening, but it's also just like, damn, dude, not any more stories. I guess. <laughs> Shit, that's funny. I did notice. I think we must uh, have like mutual friends or whatever, because I noticed uh, you put out a playlist recently when you had Cleopatra and Broken Love on there, and they're both friends of ours. So it's kind of cool. I love like the, they're both great bands. So. Unreal. You actually, your voice reminds me a lot of Justin's voice, which. Is high praise because Justin's one of my favorite vocalists, I think, right now. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard of, I wouldn't say we're like totally friends, but I think the first time I heard about Broken Love is they were just got signed at a label and they were touring with Dinosaur Pileup. And they played here in Austin. Um, and I kind of went out and chatted with the, both bands and stuff. And that's kind of when I first heard of Broken Love personally but but yeah i i can just see that we have a lot of like similar influences 
vocally. So yeah, I respect what he's doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you guys got a new single out. I don't want the truth. We previewed it on the show actually a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Very Thank you bad. for that. I appreciate. Yeah, that. of course, man. I I uh, we weren't playing like a lot of music, and I was like, why why not? We're talking all this local bands. All these we we local- are a sports podcast. We, yeah, after yeah, all. we, we should are, be playing some music. Yeah, we're a sports podcast. We should be playing some rock music. <laughs> um, I, I like, uh, but I like doing that now, and I like the idea of us being able to like preview music and and whatnot. But yeah, so are you like sitting like I know you've released two singles this year is that all going to be part of like a grander project it's funny like music is kind of consumed so differently nowadays so i mean i mean really like i guess strategy wise for bands are kind of what we're doing like i kind of just want to stay with singles right now because sometimes it's it can be kind of challenging to get people to really digest a you know full ep especially an album unless you're like a, a very notable band so my plans are just singles we do have some kind of like management at play right now new management so depending on you know if we get like a right record deal or something like that because right now we're independent you know they'll probably want an album to promote in a bigger way so i'm totally cool with it got lots of songs to release um they're just going to kind of like be remixed and i haven't decided when i want to release the next one yet so kind of seeing how this this uh, track does and then go from there, you know? Yeah, for just sure. A taster. Just a little taster. <laughs> just, I, a little, just a little taste, a little yeah. tease. You know, I want to tease people, you know, and I, I, you know, I want them to want more and I'm just not going to give it to them quite yet. You know what I mean? I think what's fun too about like in the singles world right now is like it kind of keeps you sharp on like your promotion game because it's like okay cool like what do we what's what are we gonna do different about this single than the last one true i mean i mean i agree in a lot of different ways to promote you know like once again thanks for uh, having me yeah. on your podcast yeah, yeah. you know and, and i'm happy you know dad and mom at least will be yeah really, yeah really excited about that you definitely got you two know? more fans <laughs> and i'm sorry so you you guys are, are in canada yep yeah yeah we're in southern ontario yeah it, i grew up uh in wisconsin and i would oh, always fuck get, yeah. get said that like it's essentially canada right yes you know so that's the colder joke about. it's actually and, and, colder and, 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 and i don't know i don't know if people are like really super nice in canada but I, I guess people would always be like you're a really nice guy like you seem canadian are people really nice in canada is this true generally uh, i mean generally there's yeah. definitely some assholes for sure for, totally <laughs> totally damn everywhere just can't, yeah, can't get rid yeah. of them you know i don't know i think people in the music scene pretty nice for the most part totally yeah at least in like local Runnings. Anyway. What's funny is I was I was over in Europe for a little bit, and uh, the stereotype wasn't that we were all really nice. It was just that we all knew who fucking Ryan Reynolds is. <laughs> That's the stereotype that everyone takes home, I guess. It, uh, is he from Canada? He's Canadian. Yeah. He's from he's from BC. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's 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 Canada's hottest hottest hottie, I guess. Yeah. And everyone's just like <laughs> Canada, funny. fucking Ryan Reynolds, man. I'm just like, yeah, fucking Ryan Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd honestly love to make it out to Canada. I'm sad I haven't yet. Our, our old manager was from Montreal, and I would have loved to come up to Canada. I also like snowboarding, so... Nice. You know? Fuck right yeah. Over. I, I want to I wanna, you know, come out, do that, maybe play some shows and do a little snowboarding in the wintertime. Yeah, That'd be dude. sick. We would love to fuck up snowboarding with you sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, do, let's do it. We got to do We got to do like interview on the slope. Yeah, That'd be dude. fun. That'd be very that's fun. A, that, that's a good thing. Dude, I, I grew up like right by like one of the... like more popular mountains in Ontario. So I don't know. I like, I snowboarded a lot, but then I also am like adverse to just like skiing culture. Cause it was just <laughs> in my backyard. All the time. What, what, what was, what was the mountain? Uh, it's called blue mountain. Ah, I like yeah. It. Is it, is it blue? Yeah. Just pure blue. They die the snow. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. That's good. I'll come off for that. Dude, I'll see if I can pull some strings for you, Blue Mountain. We'll get you on the on the good. Please, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I can maybe make that happen. Even. Dude, true. Yeah, Craig's been playing up there. I yeah. do. I do the Collingwood gig yeah. from time to time. Yeah, it's a good. It's a. It's I a very it. nice resort, actually. Very nice resort. It's good. Hell I love yeah. It. 
We'll do the 401 it, run. We'll play a bunch of shows. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Honor to her, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's like the thing in like Southern Ontario. It's called like the 401 rip because like most of our, like all the major cities are just around that like one highway. So you just go like up and down, like from Windsor to like, honestly, to like Montreal, basically. Yeah. Is it, just, is it like a, like always packed highway? Is it pretty? Oh, like yeah. Once you're yeah. On there? It's like traffic, like crazy. I wonder, because here, here in Austin, like, I always talk with my significant other about the fact that, like, the traffic is just, like, inhumane at this point. Right. Oh, yeah. drive anywhere. Because it's not really, like, a huge city, but, like, everyone moves here for, like, the music deal or, you know, South by Southwest. Um, but but it's just become so just, like, like going anywhere. Because like, I've been here for, like, eight years now and, and well, maybe nine years Time really flies. Yeah. But um, <laughs> thinking about like just how the traffic has changed, how saturated it is, it's crazy. So uh, you, you used to live in LA, right? Which is like the worst traffic, I think, like anyway. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, you know that that's the thing. Like, um, I think Austin is is pretty close. It's pretty. I mean, yeah, I have some memories like LA, like being like trying to get like a pet like to emergency room and being like, we literally just need to grab our pet and like run. We'll get there way faster. Yeah, no shit. Driving, wow. like freaking out. Dude, I've heard people talk about LA. We're like, yeah, it's like a 20 minute drive, but it takes like two hours. Like I would, that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds absolutely awful. Yeah, it, it's true. You know, that's it's also like my small town brain where just like things were far, but it took as long as it took. You know? <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like wanting to go back to the small towns. You know what I mean? Like peaceful, like you know, not so much traffic. Absolutely, so. dude. I yeah. love the contrast. I, there's no reason for me to move back where I grew up, but I like that. Like my family still lives there because going back is nice, but. There's nothing there for you, really, other than just Except like, for being that, able to drive that's, that's 80K yeah, yeah, at any yeah. given time. Yeah. Except for when something's 10 minutes away, it's 10 minutes away. But yeah. other than that. Yeah. So Austin's been popping off then, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's true. I mean, it's just, uh, like I said, I mean, I was in Los Angeles for like three years. And then with my significant other at the time over there, uh, she was a singer. And we both were doing the music thing, right? So we just kind of wanted to move to somewhere that wasn't as saturated as L.A., um, at the time, so like a music scene. I guess Austin was just like the talk of the town, and uh, and that's like I just think why everybody's like you know been moving moving here, and um, you know it's obviously a lot of talents and a lot of you know people aspiring to uh, big dreams. So it's like small Los Angeles, maybe like uh, you know Nashville for country, you know, or uh, New York has always been. So it's another hot spot. Does Austin have like a like because like Nashville is more like kind of country blues sort of scene? Like does Austin have like kind of a specific genre that it's like mainly known for? For me, I feel like what I noticed with Austin when I moved here and still is, is there's like a big like kind of stoner rock, like psych rock slash stoner rock thing. There's definitely kind of like a scene for that because, you know, a lot of the dive bars are just really kind of grungy-ish, and, and, and I definitely feel that. You know, I guess any other type of music, I wouldn't see like a lot of country here in Austin. Well, I guess it's Texas, so. Right, still, yeah. But, you know, Austin's kind of like the weird part of Texas, so it's like not really Texas. Oh, dude, that sounds like my jam. I got to go to Austin. Yeah, let's do it. Stone yeah, you guys you guys come. We'll, we'll hang out. Fuck you know? yeah. Come over, we'll crash come over to my place. place. <laughs> crash on the, the couch right here. Yeah. Oh, deal, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, what's like the, because I was just thinking like, we have like a good music scene up here, but it's not really like genre specific. It's just sort of like a like a music scene in general. Yeah, it's a big melting pot of genres. Yeah, there. but so like if with it like kind of more like niche or whatever. Like, what's the fan base kind of like our shows at like these dive bars? Like, you've seen like the same people kind of coming out and it like a community wise. I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I mean, I think that you know 
the people that keep coming out, there is like kind of a scene. So, you know, and I, I think it's like with a lot of these scenes, like a lot of people that come out also are in bands, also are, are doing things right. So it's kind of just, you know, musicians kind of supporting each other, which I think is, is really great, of course. But yeah, I mean, there's like kind of a, well, I, I would say there's like a metal scene more in San Antonio. So, you know, sometimes we, we drive there, play shows there, you know, an empty trail kind of, you know, I don't know how you describe it. It's like, you know, hard rock metal kind of grungy i still don't really know yeah, yeah. so like, whatever you guys think it yeah, is. you don't need a label um, yeah <laughs> exactly no labels yeah. you know, you know it is nice to fit like in that middle spot though where it's like oh we can play like an like alternative rock show or we could jump on like a metal gig or something mm. like i you think know, that's that, a good that's, spot to ride that's always been like what what i wanted to do really i wanted to kind of fit right in the middle where it's kind of like you know because i i love heavier music you know i I get down on that but then i also kind of didn't want to make the band too heavy that people who are not into heavy music couldn't find something to enjoy about it as well you know so that's kind of always been my goal with empty trail it's a tough line to ride i think but if you can find it 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 is it's created some problems because sometimes like you know like the publicists or like uh the radio people are kind of like i don't really know how to market you guys because you don't fit perfectly in either like alternative or like you know like the active rock so but you know i'm gonna keep riding it so but it's funny you know like all, all the bands i like don't you know they do they're in the middle so i don't know i also think that that's like so bogus though because like just to go back to even like broken love is like a similar kind of thing but like it totally like why you could play that after a, oh, i almost made a very canadian reference i was gonna say you can play that after the tragically hip i don't know if you oh, know who the wow, tragically yeah. hip is. it's a very just like okay that's what you don't supposed to they're like a very can they're good you should check them out but they're I'm like check a, them out they're after a canadian I, I feel like i have to they're like a legendary canadian yeah. It's just very specific. They're, they're I, called Canada's band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they never Canada's had band. any success in the States, which is why it was just like a funny thing to say. But yeah, like you can play that shit on the radio and like it makes sense to play on the radio. And I think it's the same thing like Soundgarden's played on the radio all the time. Like, and I would say that they're another band like similar to yours where it's like, where do you quite, they're not quite metal, but like they're grunge, but they're like heavier than what you'd maybe say grunge is. Mm. I just always think that's kind of like a cop-out to be like, I don't know how to market you. It's like, you, they're, they're a fucking rock band. With, like the, you do, with the other bands. Yeah, you do with what the other <laughs> rock bands do because people love that shit. Like, mm. it's not... Yeah, I don't know. I just think that that's kind of crazy. I agree. I want you to uh, be my spokesperson <laughs> yeah. to all these, these radio go, people yeah. sleep people on us because the they, they, don't, they don't know where to put us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying yes. to start a feud with our local rock station for about three months now and they won't acknowledge us <laughs> but we're just determined we're determined to do it because yeah. they just like they don't play like any local or they play like one local band or whatever and like london specifically is a really big music city there's so there's so many bands that have every business being on that station yeah. and yeah. to the point where like it's like why don't you do a local show and then they did actually we tweeted one time like why don't you like do a local show and their response was yeah we used to <laughs> like well, yeah we used to about seven years ago and we're like cool exactly what our point Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 tricky, you know. I don't know all that, all the politics behind that, but you know, yeah, you know, some love for the local bands, you know, the up and comers, you know. I got some awesome music that just gets slept on, but you know. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could definitely like promote shows and stuff exactly. like that. Like, I get that there is like a process to getting stuff course, on yeah. on the radio and whatnot. I don't know, man. I just think play it. Yeah, play, play the local it. shit. Just play it. Just, 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 I don't know. Just it seems pl- easy to me. Just play it, dude. We just, just play just, it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love it. That's why I love you guys. You know, yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I did. Uh, actually, we were kind of talking about the difference between L.A. and Austin there a minute ago. But I listened to uh, an interview you did. 
and you said that you wouldn't suggest anybody start a band in LA. And I was wondering, one, if you could talk about that a little bit, but then two, it with Austin just kind of like continuing to grow as an entertainment city, if you would, if you have that same opinion about Austin now. Um, okay, so, you know, I've been doing this for a while, so I, I guess it, it matters on what your goals are as a band. Um, I just think that when things get, it's just, you know, kind of like gravity, when things get so oversaturated and so competitive because there's just so many people, there's not a lot of opportunity. And it's really hard to get any opportunity because all the venues, maybe especially if you're like a new band, right? You can't draw a ton of people, right? You're a new band. You got to start playing out. But all the venues are kind of like, well, we just want the bands that can draw hundreds and hundreds of people. And it's very hard to compete from being here, you know, to kind of like mid-tier bands, especially when so many people are all trying to do that, you know? So I just think that like moving to strategically the best thing is if you were starting a band if you move to a city that has a music scene but it's not like totally dominated it has a lot of opportunity for growth and getting people out but but you know i feel like the people in austin can be you know maybe look at los angeles like very fickle about coming out to bands because there's so much going on all the time that it's just hard, you know, it's like Netflix, like, you know, you, you go through Netflix again and again, trying to find like a show to watch and then you just get fatigued and you're like, there's too many. I don't know what's good. I give up. I'm staying in, you know? Um, well, I guess you're already staying in if you're, you know, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I, I think that, you know, Los Angeles has a lot of culture and I really enjoyed my time out there. You know, it, it all depends. Like if you have... <laughs> You know, they always say the music industry is about who you know. I mean, if you have like really good connections and stuff and you have like kind of a groundwork of something going on, I think L.A. is a great place to be. But if you don't, to try to make ends meet and try to be like the starving artist in a place like Los Angeles, I don't think is really viable anymore with the cost of, of, of living. It's like insane. You know, maybe like in the 80s you could do that and it made more sense. But now it's like you need to be kind of, you know wink wink like a trust fund baby or something like be out in LA and try to like play you know coming up artist and, and somehow keep that going you know just real talk you know it's really difficult really difficult so you know but it's a cool city yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> I, I, I want to really go back and I want to play it you know I just don't know if I want to want to live there you know at, at this moment so you know no that makes sense man I think uh it was an interesting comic because, like, Craig and I know a couple guys where that's just, like, the goal is to go out there and start a thing. Yeah. And you're like, that seems cool, but also, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I, I agree. We're like, it's a place where so much is happening. You almost want to go there with something that's established makes more sense than, like, I'll go start from the ground up with the millions of other people that are trying to do that. Doing the exact same thing. thing. Yeah. You, you could. I mean, I, once again, it depends. Like, I think that, that if I went out to Los Angeles with the intention of being a session player or being somebody who's trying to get in bands, there's a lot of op potential, you know, lottery opportunities that maybe you could, you know, know somebody and the right connection happens. And, and I think for that, it's good. But to start a band... Um, without like you know strong connections it's it's very difficult i'd say it's very difficult just truthfully that's kind of comparable to like toronto and as far as uh, people here are like the the london opinion of going to toronto is like when you yeah. when you play a, a toronto gig or you're a band from london there's any given night there's there's 12 different other events that are happening with with four other bands per gig you know what i mean it's yeah. like the, the it's not I, you don't want to look at it as a like competition, but there's just so much, there's such a saturation in the market, yeah. right? Where 
you know, you try to show up and you're like, well, come to my gig. It's like, well, I'm supposed to go to like five other fucking gigs. <laughs> yeah. tonight, you know? There's so much going on. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things like you don't want to think of it like that. But, you know, I mean, in a sense, it is, you know, hey, I got five shows to go to. I have to pick one, you know, and that's, you know, how it goes. But It's yeah. kind of like frustrating in a sense when you're like a musician supporting musicians, too, because there is sometimes that thing of like, well, fuck, like we're playing a show in like two months. <laughs> and so I got to go to this guy's show because like I need him to come out to my show it's true it's it, true you know it, it's true you know like especially when you're starting you know it's a lot of musicians supporting musicians and you know kind of come to my show I'll go to you sh your show you know and you know they, they all know what's going on you know Trading it's always tickets. too bad when it's you wind up with the the gig on the same night and you're just like man i love that band but if anyone goes to that fucking show instead of mine <laughs> god damn it i'm gonna lose my mind yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> that used to be, there's a there's a venue in town here called Rum Runners, which is kind of like the the venue that you want to get booked at mm. when you're starting off because it's like a, it's like a I think like 350 400 room cap, but like some you know mid sized bands will come through here. Like Broken Love played there, whatever, right? So, but it's a venue that you're like, hey, if we can get in there, you'll kind of start getting better opportunities in London, right? But when you get booked there, the booker there, who's a beautiful man, we love Brandon Eady, he's, love but he, he'll give you like tickets to sell. And it's not like a pay to play thing. It's just like a promotion thing. There's no like pressure to sell the tickets, but also there's pressure to sell the tickets. Totally, totally but when you're like playing all these gigs and then you're just like, hey man, like uh, we're selling tickets to the show on this date or whatever. And then he's like, oh, no way. We're also selling tickets for two weeks from then. So you're like, Okay, I guess we'll just swap tickets, and then you still gotta like find the cash. To, like, it's just this like <laughs> weird game to play. And you're like I hate doing that so much, mm. <laughs> but it's just part of the part of the thing, I guess. I mean, I I'd love to uh, I'd love to get Empty Trill out to Canada, so uh, love to do that. You know, I think it's funny. I think Broken Love and Empty Trill would be like a really great combo. You go, you go, you go. Tell Justin that I, I said that we can absolutely <laughs> yeah. tell Justin. We, we, will, we will recognize Justin him. actually I, I think you, listens regularly so you probably just told him yourself yeah hey, yeah, ju hey Justin yeah. you, know, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you know who I am yeah you'll get a, you'll get a DM I'm sure oh okay I don't know if you want to talk about this but I just no I do I okay. do <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we won't we won't have to name any names so you used to be on a label that our buddies were on and our buddies had lots of things to say that were, like, oh yeah what, what buddies uh, the jailbirds. Can we name names? The jailbirds. Oh yeah, I know jailbirds. Yeah, yeah, I talked yeah, yeah. to them a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our buddy John isn't in the band anymore, but he was at the time. Uh, actually, he was staying here today, and he came down, and I was like getting ready for the show, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's band was on the uh, was on the same label, the jailbirds, were when you are on there." And he was like, "Oh yeah," and then he just he had a lot of things to say about them. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not asking you to uh, like talk shit or anything, but I am interested in just what you found, and I think Craig yeah. can speak to this a little yeah. bit of just the difference of being on a label versus now like being independent yeah well uh, yeah maybe like three years ago uh we did some press for the band and uh we actually garnered our manager at the time um and then it kind of led into like let's try to pitch the band and try to get a solid record label deal or you know somebody you can really kind of take the band in, in a much bigger way uh we did end up getting signed to said label i was psyched i, I guess okay i'll just I, I think ultimately it comes down to like 
if you're going to sign a contract with a record label, like what are they actually going to tangibly do for a band? I mean, it sounds great to be like, you're signed, but what does that actually mean and what's going to come of that? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying this is, I'm not going to say this is the case, but you know, if you could sign to a record label and you get shelved in a sense where they spend some money on you and then you can't really act or do anything because you're kind of in this contract now, that's not really helpful for a, a band's growth. I, I guess just for us, it just felt like maybe the relationship wasn't pushing the band in the direction that, that you know, the manager and, and me felt like the band should go. And it just really wasn't going to progress. And it was going to, if anything, limit us. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm already saying too much, but. Yeah, oh, no, man, I've, I've had that exact same experience. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I like every band that my, my first high school band, we were we were together for like, I think, seven years at the time. And uh, it was this guy who was starting a label, right? And we we knew it was like, well, this guy, he's one guy. He's starting this thing. He's fresh out of school. But, like, we're kids anyway, and we're going to be signed to a label. It's going to yeah. sound sick, right? And we did that, and, like, no one really took anything too seriously. There was no there was no real investment of money, so everything was fine. But then years down the line, several bands later, we get a, a band of mine is signed to, like, a pretty notable label, but there's just there was there was that huge question of like well what are they doing for us that we couldn't possibly do ourselves and you know like what 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 are we trying to do that we are effectively un, unable to do now yeah because we've limited ourselves to this fucking this label right? yeah it's just, I yeah I, I I mean the 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 truth is um like from a business sense that you know to especially nowadays I mean well same thing like to really put a band on the map and really break a band it takes a lot of money it just takes a lot of funds to do it unfortunately it's just you know unless you know a band gets lucky or kind of you know gets a viral tiktok video or, or you know which we're all trying to do it's what we're all posting on social media all the time you know hoping to garner more reach but you know and it's just kind of like yeah i think if like a, a label was like i really really like this band and I have an intention to try to genuinely break this band with all we have. I think that that's amazing. But generally, it's kind of like, I oh, will just kind of throw a little here, a little there and see what sticks. And then all the bands are like, this is my life being this band. They just kind of get stuck there, not really getting a lot of attention or focus on them. And they're just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So and when you're looking at like roster pages, too, and you're like, fuck, there's a lot of people on this label. It's like, <laughs> what is like, are you do you care or are you just kind of taking this like shotgun approach? Got to like, catch them all. Yeah, dude. surely one of these bands no, no. will pop off for us. That's what it is. I mean, I think, you know, from from a label perspective, it's just kind of like, you know, hey, we'll just put a little in, you know, it's like a numbers game. We'll put a little in 20 and see which one kind of sticks out and whichever one sticks out. Then we'll put all the money in that one. And the other ones kind of just sit there. You know, and it's kind of, I get that 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 makes sense from a label, but that really sucks to be a band on that, where you're just like, oh, well, my band just, for some reason, didn't get the metrics, so we're just going to kind of... Oh, that's the thing, too, right? It's like, you're right, it totally makes sense from, like, a business standpoint, but then, like, if you've got 20 bands, and then the one kind of pop, like, sticks out a little bit, there's 19 other bands that are like, all right, man, but, like, <laughs> we all fucking care about this thing that we're doing. Like, what the hell? And you were supposed to, we trusted you to, like, help grow this thing. I mean, I was just, I was, I'm not going to name names here, but I was just uh, seeing some, some older band that, you know, had a lot of success trying to get their masters back from the record label, and they're still needing to recoup $800,000. 
and they sold like millions of records and for them to get their masters back they'd have to pay eight hundred thousand dollars to get their masters back you know what i mean it's like it's like the the the, the real financial standpoint of, of some of this the contracts of people you know and this is like an older band that you know got signed more in the heyday where you know things kind of worked i think a little more the way they they you know we like to think that they do and uh you know, and that's just crazy, eh? like to sell millions and millions and millions of records and still be like, yeah, you guys still owe $800,000, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's yeah, fun. yeah, you guys still got to go get jobs at Tesco. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, you know, you know, we, we, we don't all got the mansions, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucked, dude. The whole like, like keeping, like not being able to have your master's thing is so wild to me. And like, I'm, I'm very curious because we talked about it when it happened with like, you know taylor swift just re-recording everything right so it's like it's super punk rock but then it's like dude everybody's fucked now though because now every label is going to be like oh that's an option let's make that not an option let's figure anymore. out a way to make that not possible anymore. yeah you just put it in the contract like these songs masters and any recording that symbolizes these recordings will still be owned by the record label yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Insane. Oh, so we just need to make one revision to the contract. <laughs> <Yeah>. Got it. <laughs> exactly. That's why you, you, you hire those those uh those you know attorneys. Those uh yeah, read it over with a fine tooth tooth comb. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I looked at two words. Give me seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing too that sucks, eh? Because like I've never been signed to a label, but just like the excitement of like, cool man, like this is fucking this is the next step, and you're not maybe thinking about like. The fine print of that shit, right? Yeah, or like the long road. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's 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 what we all, you know, grew up seeing. Like you could sign to a label, like that's that's it. You know what I mean? But it's you know, could be, could not be. You know, depends. It's it's cool. It's a cool cool notch in the belt, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's the end of every rock and roll movie. Is like, and then they were signed to a big <laughs> yeah, label. Yeah. They all lived yeah. happily ever after. Credits. Exactly. You know? Exactly. They got. Like, they got signed and then they're just playing for like yeah. you know hundreds of thousands of people yeah. you yeah, know it's yeah, like just yeah. overnight like i don't know how right, that happened yeah. but but they yeah. were drinking pepsi at a 50 percent markup <laughs> yeah. in their green room. exactly like, no. so yeah, dude. that's the you get signed and then next week wembley stadium <laughs> there yeah. you go two <laughs> nights <laughs> two nights sold out honestly until a couple years ago because i that band that craig was in was signed before he joined and I remember when he joined, I was like, dude, what's that like? Well, like, what are they like? Da, da, da. And he was like, dude, it's useless. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely disappointed everyone by them being like, wow, label, how's that? And I mean, it's fucking stupid. There's no reason for us to be on this because they, they're not doing anything that we can't do ourselves better even. Yeah. That's 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 the truth. And I think just like nowadays with the internet and everything the way it is, it's like you, you do have like full independence. It, 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 everything's like an even. The only thing that isn't is there are I'm just gonna say say it because I think it's a big thing. There's a lot of like uh, social capital as far as like there are some opportunities that you really have to know the right people to connect those dots, and that's kind of like the biggest thing. But other than that, of like posting social media, marketing, and getting the music everywhere, I mean, like it's just so easy. Anybody could do it. You know, somebody in their bedroom can release a record and promote it anywhere. You know, and really kind of be in the same playing ground. Other than some of these, you know big festivals and things that are you know very controlled but you know oh it's so strange now man like just by like the weirdest of chances you're like it could pop off like you you could post something on tiktok right now yeah. but if you posted it and fucking tomorrow you know tomorrow is when you should have posted it not, not today <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and it's like it can be like that fragile yeah i mean that's like something that you know 
I'm sure we're all thinking of, you know, but like uh, the algorithms that control all the social media, you know, I think is a very interesting thing. And I've tried to like understand it, but then I've just gotten to the point that I'm like, it's so sophisticated that I realize that it's just not understandable at this point. There's so many things at play, like when you post something, if 10 people like it within the first 10 seconds of you posting, you know, what time of day it was, you know, if you have like a caption in it, what it says, if something's hashtagged, if it's hashtagged too many times, too little times, who knows, you know, but uh, I'm still trying to figure out like our TikTok because I feel like every time we post something, it like maxes out at the same views and it never goes above that. And I have no idea why. Right. We're getting zucked by TikTok now, man. <laughs> this is awful. We uh we like don't really do video anymore, but for a while we did. And we had like the dumbest TikTok like pop oh off. Oh my god. Like it got so I can't remember what the numbers are now, but it was like fucked. There was like so many like I, I opened TikTok and like all the notifications were like maxed at like ninety-nine <laughs> or whatever. What right? happened? But, That's funny. What was it? It was just probably something really silly, right? We were talking like, we were talking yeah. about people. We were talking about people smoking poppers, which yeah. is like tobacco and weed at the same time. Yeah. It was just a bit it, that I did. It was about. like a 15 second clip of Craig just going like, and that sound when they exhale and they just go, ooh. <laughs> it was just that. And it fucking blew up, dude. It was like, it was like, I think it's, uh, let me just look real quick. It, it was, was like, well, it wasn't funny your audience bit. is spoken. You guys should be the poppers podcast. <laughs> we got we to that's, that's apparently podcast, man. We were a that's, little afraid of that because we were like, that's not even like our thing, man. But, <laughs> Like if you looked at like our TikTok, it's the same. It's like standard. And then this one fucking TikTok, dude, like it fucking blew up. It had like I think it had like there it is, just over twenty six thousand views. <laughs> and then it's got like two thousand likes, a bunch of saves, a bunch of comments. Like it was stupid. <laughs> it was just like that blew up. And then after oh, that, gosh. like nothing, nothing yeah. really happened. But then we talk that. about bands. People are like, bah, boring. Yeah. <laughs> Music stupid. And you're like, oh okay. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm All right. with you guys. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's I would funny. take a social media marketing agent over a record label any day of the week. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Most, most record labels are, are paying for that anyways. So it's kind of just like, what's the point of the record label? Just, you know, that that's the thing, you know. But social media just changes. It's like, I, I feel like it's so hard. It, just, it changes every day. Like, like our, our Instagram used to get a lot of engagement like a year ago. And now it's just kind of like things same things are being done but it's just like it, it's like hitting a wall and it's like it doesn't and then people are like messages like oh you guys had a new song out i'm like i've been posting it for the past like month like why is no one seeing this you yes, know what i mean it's i just... i i've been theorizing about this non-stop yeah. for like years now but i there's there's little tricks that i have learned like you got to have your face needs to be in it yeah you got to make sure you've got one face in the photo and then your next uh -huh. slide can be your fucking album thing uh, you I don't see. want too much text in the post because then they yeah, detect that it's an ad. I hate it. It's yeah. the worst that I know these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m. to 12, 12 p.m., best time to post anything. If I want to post a bomb, like, it's always a flyer. If I post a band, fly, like a show flyer, it post bombs. Like, no one sees it. It's like 10 people liked it. I'm like, what the heck's going on? You know what you got to do? You know? Post a selfie first. Yeah. <laughs> I like and it. Then, I'm going to try, try this. Yeah, yeah it works. Kind of, it works. It, that is kind of the beauty of the... It's better if you do one face as well. If you do, if it's like a group photo of your whole band, it's less still. Oh, really? It's insane. If, because if you got a personal account, they want your face. Right. 
That's because people, people will tap on it. It's so dumb. I think that is like part of the beauty of like the gallery, I think, too, because like if you post like the gallery for like a few photos at once or whatever, mm-hmm. I think it shows up in the feed more because then it just like it goes to the next thing in the gallery. When you refer- yeah, yeah. I've been noticing that. I've been noticing that like I'm seeing other people's posts and it's like so and so posted this four days ago. And I don't remember it like recycling stuff like that. I used to, you know, you post it and it kind of gets like a day's worth of like action and then it just dies out. But now it's like it seems like they throw it back at you or like, I don't know. Also, Instagram has like two feeds now, which I didn't know you could do. But like they have like your standard. No, but they have like a feed where Mm -hmm. like you you notice where you're just on your regular feed and you have like you'll see a friend's post. And then you see just like all these posts of stuff you don't follow. But they're like, but you like this, but you don't follow it. But you can flip it over to just people you're following. I'm like, why is that not just, that's what I'm going on Instagram for, is to yeah. see what people yeah. I follow are up to. Why is that not like the default one? Just a thing, just a thing I know. Great question. <laughs> Great question. You guys don't know about that? If huh? anyone has a handbook for these things. No, it's actually, the, the funniest thing is if you go on Instagram and you scroll and you count how many sponsored ads you're seeing, it's like two posts and then like three sponsored ads. Yes, yeah. you're like, absolutely right. Yeah. It's like I'm not Stories even seeing Stories especially. Like, like, I think you'll get three tops. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you're getting an ad. And then you're getting an ad. Adobe Photoshop all the time. I've it's been crazy. getting like uh like tourism ones a lot. Oh, it's because you went you just went on a trip. Just, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they're like, we saw that you moved like a thousand kilometers an hour for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you want to go see some stuff. I get I get uh other bands, which is great. And then but then I also get like all these like playlisters like, hey, you want to get your song on a hundred thousand playlists and become viral? And I'm like, you're full of shit, because if it was that easy, like you know, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't exactly. work yeah. that way, you know. <laughs> oh dude, my our buddy uh Willem, I guess it's just the hashtags he uses, but he every time he posts something, he gets plagued with the comments of just like, yo, follow me. DM yo, you, sh- you should oh, yeah, DM oh, me oh. for this thing. Th- those those the comments you get where it's like promoted on blah 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 like i'm getting really sick of those yeah it's those are worst. brutal i hate that because you post something you're like oh a comment i don't like it for everyone else that sees that on my post where it's like they think that i'm just i bought a bunch of shit yeah, yeah. I, it's like no i don't know where this fucking <laughs> came from that's the thing with like unfortunately with social media which makes it more frustrating is like you have to somehow be ahead of the curve like you have to be where the next step is because like once you start jumping on trends and stuff like it's kind of over you're just like you're just contributing to now like the masses Mm. and i know that's an insane thing to say because it's like how do you plan to be ahead but like that's what you notice people that are starting to like pop off or the people that are somehow at the thing before everybody else is there you know i really really try to avoid the teenage dirtbag trend i just i'm i'm just about like just being like fuck it yeah. yeah, I'm gonna here's do a bunch it, of old but... fucking photos of me, I guess. Yeah, I, I had somebody, I had somebody suggest that we should cover that song, and I, I was like, well, I mean, I like doing covers that are like, you know, totally in the style of the band, so they're just you hear, it's like you're hearing them for the first time. But I just, I just, I don't know, I couldn't really get that that song, I think, to just make sense for us, just um, for us. But if I was a pop, if we were a pop punk band, I feel like that, you know, it'd be be straight up perfect, but. You know, I do the uh, I do the acoustic bar gigs and I like I, I tend to do those songs and I always introduce that or like uh, 
What were some other ones? Any other TikToks? I just go, y'all like TikTok? And then you just kind of start playing the song. And it, 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 dude, they lose it. It's fucking dumb how much they like Teenage Dirtbag right now. I think that sometimes, they, I mean, TikTok is such a weird app. I, I think I equally <laughs> hate it and love it because yeah. it's just awful. But also you see stuff on there and you're like, God damn it. But like nostalgia is like a genre of TikTok where they're just like, you remember this thing from when you were three? And you're like, whoa, <laughs> I do. True. I true. do remember you and I, You and I both are really bad for like when we get the awful content too. We're like, God, that was terrible. Tap, tap. Yeah. Keep going. Like it, share it. Dude, my buddy, dude, my, God, I hated my that. buddy Chad, who lives in the Yukon, will send, he has the wildest TikTok feed and he'll send me stuff and I'll go to it and there's one like on it and it's his. And I'm like, how did you get this? How did you find How did this? you find this? Thing? I, I was, get, I was getting TikTok like the people pranking everybody. They're so staged, but I love it too. Dude, I'm just I, like, just cover them <laughs> with whipped cream. Yeah, hit him in the nuts. Uh. That's the thing. I always think like there's no way to really like prove if the people are in on it or not. So like I, I don't really know. Some of it I'm like, that would be crazy to do. Like they have to know, you know, because I just you can't go up to another human being and do that. It's just not gonna end well. You're just gonna break <laughs> you know? that man. It's like how many times uh, can I be pushed into a swimming pool before <laughs> I go postal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, the one thing I think that I didn't do, I didn't market well enough, is I think that we were way early to the Liver King. And, oh, way and we, like oh, We talked King. about the Liver King like so early. I didn't see anybody talking about the Liver King. And we just didn't, like we talked about it. I didn't do much with the content. And then like, and then he like blew up and everybody was talking yeah, about the, the Liver King. guy's a psycho. And I was like, fuck, dude, I, we should have did more with that. Cause we, what, what do you sure, think on that? Let's talk about what do you guys think with the Liver King? About the Liver King? I think he's nuts. Yeah. But that was the first time I noticed that he, every time he came on my For You page, I was like, fuck this guy. And then I, <laughs> and then I would either share it to like Craig or some other buddies and then i would like it and then my girlfriend would go why do you keep liking it and i was like i don't know i kind of i do kind of like seeing them I just just wanted... so i can be pissed yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah it's because i was it's mesmerized by him i was like this is absolute lunacy are you are you a liver king fan uh i wouldn't say i'm a fan i, I <laughs> do you subscribe to the tag? i mean i mean it's kind of like the same thing it's it, it's like sometimes like you just want to keep looking at something just because you're just kind of nosy with what's going on with it um, I mean, I, I feel like it has to be, I, I don't know, like once again, like stage, I, f I feel like he's just pulling a character. I oh, feel like I this, is, this is his character. I just, so. I mean, no one's like going to be eating like raw meat all day long and be like, I, I, I just can't imagine that's a lifestyle somebody wants. Someone's you know? got to let those kids eat a chocolate bar sometime. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's oh, just oh those are the videos. Yeah, yeah, with the, the family, children. I feel so bad. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, it's Liver King right here. We're having, you know, raw testicles. And like, <laughs> yeah. there's a camera. And it's just like the kids and the wife, and they all just look like, save me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, they're just like, I guess, I guess I'm eating four pounds of raw hamburger tonight. <laughs> yeah, dude. There was a video he put out at Christmas time last year that was like showing all my family. And I was like, watch this. And he like goes through his whole meal, and it's like all this raw meat. And he's like, and then this is my salad. And it's just a bowl of pine cones. And he's and then he eats a pine cone. <laughs> no. He yeah, does. It's real. It's real, dude. It's nuts. Like, what is this fucking guy? And that's why I was like, well, double tap. I got to see what happens. Yeah. I got to see if he shits out this pine cone. <laughs> and, and, and then I, I saw like an interview like he, he sleeps on a wooden plank at night. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like demagnetized and all this crazy yeah, he's got, shit. Like, and then it says it's healthy for you. Like, I... I I don't know if I buy that. No I don't way. think it's good for your body to be in a wooden plank. Dude, He's I think like, if you went to our ancestors and were just like, this is the world we live in now, but I live like you, they'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're 
they were like, why? Were, they'd be like, you they guys died when they were like 30. <laughs> yeah, dude, I swear. Dude, I got some memory foam on my bed. I bet you if one of my ancestors from 4,000 years ago laid on some memory foam, they'd be like, they this, cry. Is, this is, hey, this is better than sticks. <laughs> this is way better. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're like, no wonder why your average age lifespan is like 80 compared to like us being 30. It's because we ate raw shit and got sick early and our, our bones are all broken because we're just sleeping on rocks. I basically called the death of the queen, and I'm gonna oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna estimate uh, Liver King four more years congestive heart failure. Oh, That's okay, what I'm saying. For sure. Yeah, I feel like when people aren't looking, he's like you know taking his protein powder and like eating all the you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. man, yeah, for sure, oh, dude. For that guy's sure. having crazy cheat days. Yeah, not to mention the fucking testosterone that the guy's on. <laughs> so much trend. The most trend. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Definitely yeah, that's kind of like the, the big, the whole natural physique. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah it's like, yeah, dude, you're. I'm sure you're natural. Like his pecs are nuts. <laughs> like, come on, like he's, he's like he's split. He's open. Literally, like made of stone. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like all natural, baby. It's like, doesn't even look human. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I know he's all leathery because he's in the sun all the time. God. Doesn't shower. God. We're just kidding. We we love you, Liver King. Yeah, dude, yeah. Come, he's come pod. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, no joke. We're just angry because we just, you know, yeah. want to be yeah. just mad that life. you hit the algorithm and we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Dude, we got to start eating some raw meat. Exactly. Our raw meat with just our music behind us. And then the poppers, the raw poppers. Yeah, we got to smoke a popper and eat dude, some liver. Dude. Damn it, dude. Are we coming back to the fucking poppers? I think we got it. I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit.
All right, we do a thing at near the end here called listen to this shit, which is basically just uh, we talk about music that we like. Um, so I don't know what you got, whatever you want. Uh, sometimes we do local music. Sometimes we just do whatever's new that we like. So yeah, yeah any any recommendations, old or new? Yeah, because I, I, I know when you, when you text me, I was trying to think. I'm like, what have I been listening to this new? Funny enough, I mean, I listened to Broken Love's new stuff. I dug that. I, I love what they did with their, uh, I forget the producer they work with, I think. I, but but I thought that was awesome. Um, I got some homies over here called Blackheart Saints. They're going to be releasing a banger soon. Go check them out. They're a cool band if you're kind of into more like a 80s hard rock type stuff. Um, geez, what else have I been listening to? I mean, I like Highly Suspect, too. I, I haven't even listened to their whole album, but a couple songs that I've heard, I, I dig. You know, I saw them just playing Red Rocks. That's a huge accomplishment, of course. Um, Cleopatra, badass, too. I love these guys are all your friends. It's funny, all your friends. All your friends. <laughs> yeah, they're, all your friends. they're pals. Um, <laughs> they just put something new out, didn't they? They did. They just put an EP out last week. Jeez. Very cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I don't know what I've been really listening to. Lately, not because I don't know. You, you, well, you guys, cool maybe, maybe maybe you guys. Can <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. Those are great. Let me see what I have. Do you have anything written down? Um, okay, I had. I mean, I had the new Cleopatra stuff down. Um, the new EP is why it's like there's like two songs that you would expect them to put out, and then there's two like acoustic songs, which right. are very cool. Um, so yeah, listen to that. Uh, our buddies and excuse me, a very cool band from up here from Guelph. They put out a cover of Psycho Killer. Oh, sick. Very cool. Very cool. Um, dude, and then actually Iggy Pop just put out a song called Frenzy, which is sick. So listen to that shit. Nice. Uh, I've been listening to a whole mishmash of different <laughs> shit lately. Uh, uh, Joey Valence and Bray, you'd probably recognize it. They've got a, a clip out. They're they're very Beastie Boys-esque. Okay. Uh, this song, uh, Punk Tactics, listen to that shit. It's the one that's like, who's got the high ground now, Obi-Wan? You know that line? Yes. Yes. That's, okay. uh, that's those guys. They're sick. <laughs> Um, uh, a tune by Haim, oh. uh, The Wire. It's it's got some like Michael Jackson kind of stuff going on in okay. it, which is very cool. Listen to that shit. And uh, today, so I was listening to uh, I was listening to your group today, Rick. And uh, autoplay went on, and uh, it gave me a new Duran Duran song called Ball and Chain. Dude, and honestly, it rips. It's, you it's to rocking it. as fuck, man. Yeah. Like you guys should that. maybe go on tour with Duran Duran. <laughs> I'm not I love that around. it suggested that after empty trail. That's great. Dude, it's so good. Dude, yeah. Like, honestly, I'm gonna listen Craig, to it. Craig put it on. He was like, dude, this new Duran Duran song came on after like on autoplay. And I was like, on empty trail and he was like yeah just listen to it and it's fucking it goes it's, hard it's like heavy stones or something like yeah, it's fucking dude, it's, it's legit i'm gonna check it out i love it yeah, yeah it's really good yeah ball and chain by duran duran listen oh, to yeah. that shit actually I, w I meant to say earlier you mentioned uh about like doing covers or whatever you guys have a wild cover of sex and candy and i was on your spotify i was like oh is this like their own song called like, i was like what are the odds it's the fucking marcy playground song and then i i obviously hit play and that's what it is and it's nuts it's so good it was yeah it was kind of like a weird uh occurrence because <clears throat> uh kind of a contact that i had was like my his wife uh was a model i don't think they're together anymore sadly but um and it was ba was basically like, hey, we're looking for some band to cover Sex and Candy. Because and, it wouldn't be like a usual cover that I would ever think to do. But I actually really liked it because I listened to the song. And I'm like, there's a lot of opportunity to just throw an empty trail spin on it, you know. And I thought it turned out pretty cool. It's kind of like, kind of stoner rock-ish, kind of like Sex and Candy and stuff. And 
Yeah, I'm glad you Absolutely. like it. Thank you. Yeah, That's man. Dope. I think that they're like, I'm not like a huge Marcy Playground fan, but I think that they're an underrated band. Like, they're great songwriters. And that album, like, that that Sex and Candy is on is very good. That was one of those Frostwire songs. It would be like Nirvana, yeah. Sex and Candy. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Or like a LimeWire Pirate Bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> candy Shop by Soldier Boy. <laughs> Funny stuff. I remember LimeWire days. Too. Yeah, dude. Those were simpler times. Simpler times. <laughs> Destroying the family computer. I like downloaded <laughs> like uh that's when I like I downloaded like like old Machine Heads album at the time. Children of the Bodom had like uh remember downloading their blood drunk album. Sick. All that stuff. I mean I remember that. Those are good times. Oh yeah, those were discography yeah. days for me, man. I'm yeah. just like I'm yeah. just it's like how was your how was your night? Yeah. How was your Thursday night? Oh, I downloaded sixty gigabytes of music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and maybe some like not music stuff either yeah oh yeah <laughs> totally i don't know what yeah, happened it was late come on fucking i was, Metallica. I was 14. Yeah. Come on. What, do you, what do you think's gonna happen <laughs> Dude, that's so funny <laughs> i don't know not that long ago i had like my uh my lab like my first laptop or whatever and uh it had so like i that's all i would do i'd go to pirate bay at the like i think it was in grade 12 or 11 and i would just download Every discography I could find of any band I would heard of, I was like, yeah. sure, I'll get that. Yeah, Why that not? Move. I'll just get all of it. And my iTunes was, and then like all mislabeled. <laughs> I remember oh, yeah. I'd spend so much time going to Google trying Getting to get the, the artwork. artwork. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great time. <laughs> I remember, and then I would like get it, uh, my iTunes, and put it on my iPod and stuff. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was like it. it was like a Pokedex, man. Yeah. You're like, check out every. I got every Tool album. Yeah. It's crazy. I got everything. <laughs> But Check what's out also, my J section. It's like 20 <laughs> bands. But what's funny about like downloading all that music is like the iPods were only like four gigs. <laughs> so yeah. You're like, dude, I downloaded 5,000 songs and I can fit 400 of them on this <laughs> device. You gotta, gotta revolve them. I, I like it because it's just, you know, what songs are you gonna pick with those 400 song spaces? Like, you had to be really specific with the constant best rotation. Songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just a constant rotation. That's something I thought about not that long ago where like the iPod just like slowly went away, it just died. And nobody really thought about it. It was just like I still got my classic. I mean, I have iPods around. Well, it just it just became the phone. They just you know, and eventually the phone will become like a microchip in her hand, and we'll just become the I Rick. Yeah, we'll be the the I Craig, and you know, (laughs) that'd be all right. Yeah, we'll be the I. Just be sitting. I'll be I'll be conked out. In my chair at home, and we'll do the pod in the cloud. Yeah. Be okay. We'll all meet in metaverse. <laughs> exactly. We'll be like, why can't I meet friends? The algorithm's not working for me. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be like a black mirror. Like when you get like shunned or whatever, you're just like a red blob. And then everybody just sees you as like a oh, red blob. Oh, no. And I get yeah. blocked. Yeah. You'll get blocked in real life. Real, yeah. real, real talk. That's quite scary. I don't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so it's terrifying. Quite, quite, quite scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's so terrifying. I actually think that that's kind of a thing in China already they have like a social credit system yeah. oh yeah i saw that's, that yeah. that's terrifying yeah there's some documentary on that on netflix is it really For, i forgot what it was but yeah i know what you're talking about i forgot what i what i watched but i want to i want to see that dude no yeah. you don't i, I kind of <laughs> do kind of do i want to be terrified well, a little well bit. it was so just it was just them just saying that you know like once you kind of get a bad credit score in that way it's like you know, you're just kind of getting shunned everywhere. So you, it's kind of hard to get out of that once you kind of have like a, a bad reputation. You're just kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> quick peek over the shoulder. Yeah, dude. Oh, no. Damn, the dude listening right now. Honestly, yeah. so. Turn your phones off. Everyone turn your phones off. Dude, I'm, I haven't had this happen to me 
until yesterday, but my brother said it happens all the time. So I think that they're trying to divide us more from the Android slash iPhone game. So my brother has like won't touch Apple products, right? I have an iPhone. And my brother just had a baby a few months ago. And last night he sent me a, a video of my niece. And it was like the worst quality video I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, the fuck kind of potato did you film that video on? And he was like, I think it's just like the cross platform. Like when you send me videos, they're bad all the time. And I was like, what the fuck? What? This is like top tier like technology. What are you talking about? I'm like, couldn't possibly be worse than any Motorola video. (laughs) Dude, every Motorola video I've seen is so bad. It was so bad. But I'm like, what is that? What does that mean? Like fucking Zuck is trying to divide us, I think. <laughs> it's the I Zuck, think so. Dude. I think so in certain ways. You know, dude, or like for a while, like he posts like a YouTube video and the reach should be really bad unless it was like a Facebook video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God, that is awful. Yeah, that quality like, is so bad. And I can't really show you, Rick, but just trust it's the worst video of all time. Yeah, really <laughs> I trust yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see all this. You well. know? I got I got like a, a queue of bands now that you guys have told me that. I want to see that viral video with the poppers. I'm going to check that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> we're, send, we're sending you home with a list for sure. I, I love it. I got you guys. Dude, this was so much fun, dude. Is there anything yeah, else agree. that we didn't mention that you want to... Uh, bring up or let the people know about uh once again like just uh follow empty trail if anything instagram is where we're trying to be the most active um definitely new songs coming i'm not sure exactly yet but i'm assuming probably in the next month there'll be word of when that's going to happen um it, we do have actually a lyric video for uh i don't want the truth uh hopefully done in the next week and a half and then release it pretty soon keep the word out on tours i'm hoping that we can get on the road get that going soon trying to find uh like-minded bands to kind of work with that together and uh but yeah stay in contact you know fuck yeah man awesome well we can stop our recording here and chat for a little bit longer if you want but uh thanks so much for coming on the show man thanks for having me both of you really appreciate it Tone Capture.